Hi, I'm Luann Botta, and I'm Marianne Crum. You know, lots of things may be in short supply these days, but hope doesn't have to be one of them. Join us for the next 30 minutes or so, and we'll remind you how you can live with unquenchable hope. Hi, everybody. If you were with us last week, you know we were starting a series on a simple declaration in the scripture where God said that he's a jealous God. Yes. And how that can trip people up. And I mentioned Oprah because apparently that was a big thing in her life that led her away from what we consider to be the truth into all kinds of crazy new age stuff because she couldn't wrap her brain around the fact that How could God be jealous? And really the root of a lot of it is just that we compare human jealousy. Mm. We we put that on God and we say, well, if he's jealous, he's not perfect. If he's not a perfect God, why am I going to worship him? Right? So Luann really has dug in as she prepared for this podcast on the difference between human human jealousy jealousy and God's jealousy. Yes. One thing I saw, if you're going to look at jealousy in a human way, you're going to think the way she thought. Yeah, like why would I serve why a would God? I serve a God that's jealous? Because listen to what jealousy <laughs> human jealousy is rooted in anger, envy, pride, and the individual ego. Hmm. So I don't care what anybody says, everybody has felt jealousy, everybody has felt jealous. And so we know how ugly that feels. Mm-hmm. And so if Oprah looks at it in that manner, well, yeah. But if you see what we talked about last week yes. about what godly jealousy is mm-hmm. that I used a Hebrew word. It it actually means zealous in a caring, passionately. Yes. Our big point last week was that God's jealousy is his love. Yes. His love Passionate. trying to keep us from going off the path of life. That's right. Really, into a path that's going to lead to some form of destruction. Yes, correct. So h- human jealousy, I found the scripture, this was Proverbs 6.24. It said, jealousy arouses a husband's fury, and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. And so to me, that's human jealousy. Mm-hmm. He's going to go after that person and his wrath and his fury is going to come upon the situation. Proverbs 27, 4. This is so good. And this is so good. Wrath is cruel. Anger is overwhelming. But who can stand before jealousy? Now look at that. It's telling us that wrath is cruel, anger is overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Because when you know that somebody is jealous and they're walking in human jealousy, that anger, that envy, pride, all those things bear their ugly head and jealousy, it can ruin relationships. Oh, yeah. It can steal anything from you because you're so drenched in jealousy of maybe what somebody has. You know, we can have a godly jealousy. We didn't talk about that in last week's, but I'm thinking about it right now. I have a godly jealousy, and I'll be honest, about Priscilla Shire because I think that that woman, I'm not jealous of her, but I have a godly jealousy of how she can take the gospel and speak so much life in how she speaks. Maybe what you're feeling there is more just an admiration or yeah, respect. It's a, you yeah. don't want her to not have want, that and you oh, have no, no, it. No, 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 no. No, it's right. a, 
Okay. The godly jealousy that he talks about in Corinthians is I'm jealous of you with a godly jealousy, which is a righteous jealousy. Yeah. It's not a jealousy of envy or anything like that. I don't feel that. I just love what she does. And I I honor that. Okay. When Paul was writing that, Yes. That he was jealous with a godly jealousy. He was writing to the Corinthians who were in a culture where there was tons of idol worship. Mm. Idols were everywhere, false gods, yes. statues. Yes. People were dedicating their food to these false gods. Yes. And so Paul was trying to get these new believers in this culture to understand that that whole thing we talked about last week, that you know you can't follow these false gods and be sacrificing your food to them, and at the same time yes. saying that you're a Christ follower. Yes. It's the same kind of jealousy, I think, that Jesus had when he was in the temple and he was overturning oh, the tables mm-hmm. of the money changers yes. and saying that they had made his father's house into a what a den of thieves. Yeah. Or, because he was jealous for God's glory and honor that they mm-hmm. had walked all over, mm-hmm. essentially. So yes. to me, that's a godly jealousy. There it is, yes. When we want the very best for them, mm-hmm. which is God's will for them, yes. and they're going on another path, because God's jealous. Sure. So we're just feeling what he feels. Yes, that's right. So I think there's a difference. Yeah, I would call what you would Thought have about for, with- for Priscilla Shirer's abilities and all that, just an appreciation. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. That, no, that's right. It's not a bad thing. If it were jealousy, you'd be thinking, how come she gets to do that? And I don't, that's not fair. I just feel like when I listen to her, I just listen to her on the way over to your house. And I'm like, man, she's a a very anointed Bible, very incredibly anointed. So anyway, okay. We talked about God's jealousy. We just talked about righteous jealousy because we can have that. Then we also have this, then this human jealousy. And I also find in Galatians 5, 19 to 21, and it's so funny because this word jealous is in the things that will keep us even from the kingdom of God. Yeah, that's a sobering is, passage there. Yeah, it is. And it says, I urge you to steer clear of acts of the flesh, which are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Hmm. And look, jealous is in there. It is in there. And I didn't see that till I was reading through this. Mm -hmm. And when you think about human jealousy, the stories that came out to me regarding jealousy would have been Joseph and his brothers. Mm -hmm. His brothers were incredibly jealous of him. And he had favor from his father. Mm -hmm. So that stirred the jealousy. Mm -hmm. But they were jealous of the love that the father had toward him. And for him saying, I had a dream. And people were going to be bowing down to me. And they're like, what? You know, and they were all like, no, I don't think so. And they did all that they did with that jealousy there. You had Saul and David. Mm-hmm. King Saul was incredibly jealous mm-hmm. of him. That's why he started going after him to kill him. Yeah, the people Be- were singing. He has, somebody Saul has, has his thousands, thousands and David, David has his ten thousands. Yeah. And he's like, what? I don't think so. Yeah. And he goes after him. And David had to run from him for 10 years. Yeah, I mean, it, you can see the slippery slope that human yes. jealousy is. It provokes people to do crazy things, yes. like throwing your brother in a pit or yes. selling him to slave traders. 
Or yes. in Saul's case, David would be singing to him to calm him down, and Saul would be throwing spears at him. That's exactly I mean, it's crazy right. stuff. Yes, it is. And I think, and then I had one more, I can't remember who it was. Oh, yeah, Leah, Rachel and Leah. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have two women in the same home like this with the same man, but that jealousy that Rachel had of Leah having all those children, and then Leah being jealous when Rachel's maidens were having children. Then she gives her maidens to Jacob and then they come back and Rachel ends up having Joseph and Benjamin. I mean, it was just a tremendous amount of jealousy that was going through that home. Yeah. And jealousy reeks of envy, of Mm -hmm. anger, of bitterness. And those are cousins. Mm -hmm. So I guess what we say on human jealousy is that our relationship with God can be put on a back burner in two seconds flat. And I know sometimes, and I think women, and I, I am going to bring this up, you can feel when someone is feels jealous. Mm-hmm. And it's an awful feeling. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason for us to feel jealous because we all do it in a way that is different to minister to people. Oh, you know so I mean? you mean like if somebody has yeah. a gift? Somebody you- has a gift and maybe they're jealous of that gift or maybe yeah. they're jealous of how it comes across and it's not maybe like something that you carry. Well, no, because we all have different personalities. Different gifts. And we're going to reach different people. And the Bible's clear on those passages about the spiritual gifts that, that the Spirit gives them as He wills. As He wills, correct. And when we get all hung up on what somebody else has that we wish we had in terms of a gift, yeah. we're blinded oh, to what we have. Huge, yes. And then the body of Christ suffers That's right. because we're not using our thing. Then we're not doing what we, we were called to do. We want to be Priscilla Shira. Yeah. We want to be, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or, or Priscilla, whoever. if you're listening, I am not jealous. <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah, not listening. So anyway, though, so those are the those are the human jealousies that can ruin relationships and really get you down the path of wacky. I know I like to watch true crime shows, much to my husband's dismay. <laughs> but me? I was just sitting here thinking that probably a, a huge percentage of those are committed. Because of jealousy or greed. Those are the two big things. Somebody's jealous because their wife is having an affair or whatever, and they murder somebody. But I mean, lots of them have to do with infidelity and the jealousy that provokes. And jealousy, no wonder it's listed in that Galatians passage. It's serious. serious. So again, we need to really stay on top of what's going on in our own hearts Mm -hmm. and and make sure that we're not starting down that path. And you know what I think starts it? to be honest, is comparison. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think comparison starts the rocky Absolutely. road to jealousy. Mm-hmm. There are situations that are drastic if you found out your mate was having an affair. But no, I think when we but, compare, but even in that, you're probably comparing yourself to the, the floozy that <laughs> stole your husband. <laughs> Whoever. But I think the thing that is too, is I think with, um, with a comparison, that can go with anything. Mm-hmm. That's your home. Yeah, it's your children. That's your, I wish... Why don't I have this? Why Why is that like why that? Why can that person eat a whole bag of chips ahoy and then they're... <laughs> and not gain an ounce. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just yeah. take one and put it to my hip and there it goes. Right. But I, yeah, no, that comparison leads to jealousy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that whole root is. And again, I'll go back to, I mean, the apostles were persecuted because the Sadducees were jealous. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to hear all this stuff. They, the they Pharisees. were jealous of Jesus. Mm-hmm. They did not want him having the fame that he was having. He wasn't asking for the fame, Mm -hmm. but he was getting famous because people were being healed. 
Right. And these religious leaders are like, we don't want somebody over us. Yeah. We that, don't want somebody else. And that's why, I mean, when you think about it, that entire trial of Christ was a sham mm-hmm. because these guys were jealous, you know, and they wanted their power back and they didn't want him having all this. And so it is, it's no wonder it's in that group. If we go down a path of sin, we're going to experience deception. Yes. You know, we are in deception because <clears throat> we're really saying, God, you don't know what's best for me. I'm going to do my own thing. Yes. In the case of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. religious leaders, it's tragic. The yes. thing that they had been waiting for, they got to live during the time when God sent yes. that Messiah. They've yes. been waiting for that Messiah, and they missed it because mm-hmm. of jealousy. That's exactly right. So again, this is a huge mm-hmm. deal when you're talking about human jealousy. Yes, correct. But in the first episode on this subject, we really focused on God's jealousy. Did you have any more on the human no, no, side? No, no, I'm good. Okay, because yeah. we want to wrap it yeah. up with oh, yeah. a, a going back to how God's jealousy is so different than that. It is. Because when He is jealous for us, mm-hmm. it is totally motivated by selflessness and love. love. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing that we have that He wants. Yeah, he doesn't need. <laughs> He's not going to gain any advantage. Yes. By putting us down. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. already God. So I was thinking about some specific things in our everyday lives yeah. where we can get off kilter on a bad path, then provoke God's jealousy. And again, when we say provoke, it's, mm. it almost sounds like he's going to zap us with a lightning bolt. No. It's not like that. Mm-mm. It's just, as we talked about in the first episode, God has emotions. Mm-hmm. And so when we are putting things above him, yes. He is going to experience a godly jealousy. Well, it's for like us. when it's also like, and I, I can throw this in too because this came to mind. It's like when the, the Holy Spirit says you can provoke him to anger. Yeah. The Holy Spirit, because right. we can provoke him and we don't want to do that. And we can grieve we the can Holy grieve. Spirit. I'm sorry, it's grieve. Well, yeah, but I think the Old Testament is full of God being provoked to anger. Yes, yes. But and we, you can know, we have the, the righteousness Spirit. of mm-hmm. Christ. We're not under the same yeah. sentence of wrath, I guess, right. as believers. Mm-hmm. Okay, but before we get to this list of practical stuff, in Matthew 22, a lawyer came up to Jesus and asked him what the greatest commandment was. Mm-hmm. And he says in verse 37, And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and foremost commandment. So as we talk about areas of our lives in light of that verse, are we really giving them all Mm -hmm. of our heart or are we holding some back? Yes, I get it. And and what what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Because as I said before, we have to live our lives. We have to do mundane things. He wants us to enjoy relationships and things. So how do we do that without going off the deep end and provoking his jealousy because we have placed them too high? Mm -hmm. All right. The first thing I thought of was our time. And Mm -hmm. we've talked about that before, Mm -hmm. about just how much God wants us to spend that time with him. Yes. This happens to me all the time. I start thinking about my to-do list. Oh, yes. And I'll Mm -hmm. cut short my time Mm -hmm. with God. Yes. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah, well, you understand. I got all these things to do. But how insulting is that? The God of the universe wants to meet with me, and I'm worried about, you know, my grocery list or whatever it is. I was taught a long time ago to have a notebook next to you. Because when those thoughts come, because those are distracting, Mm -hmm. write it down, and then it's done. Yeah. You know, just write down a grocery list. More often for me, it's that 
I'm worried about, do I have enough time to get all the things done? Oh, yes. So that's the thought that presses in on me the most. Yeah, but, I hear you. Yeah. But if I hadn't wasted time before my quiet time, I would have had plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. But I check my phone yeah. or do something stupid like that and get yeah. hung up in Facebook or yeah, 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 through yeah. social or whatever well, it I'll is. I'll tell you and, what, that Facebook, there's nothing worse. And then I feel like I don't have as much time. Mm -hmm. But again, what is that saying to God? You know, from his perspective, yeah. he's saying, Marion, I'm jealous for this time that you're giving to Facebook or you're giving to your to-do list or whatever it is. That's good. No, that's yeah. true. That's okay. good. What's another one? Uh, priorities. Just no. what do we prioritize in our life? Is it financial success? Mm. And you can kind of see it by the way you organize your days in your yeah. life. Yes. You know, yes. Our, our priorities are pretty much revealed. Not that we can't have nice things or do fun things or no, anything like right. that, but is our priority that I'm here to bring God glory? I'm here mm -hmm. for His purposes. Mm -hmm. I'm here to prioritize that what? person that calls me or texts me and says, can you talk? Yes. You know, I mean, it comes yeah. down to really practical things. Yes. I'm going to reveal my priorities by how I respond to needs and yes. things like that. No, that's good. I love the scripture, and I know it's in Matthew, and seek first the kingdom of God mm -hmm. and his righteousness, oh, yeah. and all things will be added. Priorities comes right back to time. It really Because the, it just does. I'll tell you one, when I had my quiet time in the busiest season of my life with the teenagers mm -hmm. in as a teacher, mm -hmm. uh, 5.30 in the morning, I felt like the day was plentiful. It just felt like I had enough hours. Mm -hmm. It felt like everything got done that had to get done. It was the most glorious time. It was seven years straight. Not that I haven't done that since. All I'm saying is those first seven years with those teenagers, it, I couldn't wait to have time with him. I couldn't mm -hmm. wait to get up. Everything was prioritized. So that's why I do know that there, there wasn't a ton of stress. It was so mapped out. And I think it was just because I met with him in the morning. Yeah. And then I met with him at night too. I just, I didn't watch TV for seven years because mm. I, I was so loving what I was doing that I just, I didn't watch TV. You know, I was with them because uh -huh. of cheerleading or volleyball afterwards. I was mm -hmm. coaching, get home at seven, eat, and went and spent time with the Lord and went to bed. Wow. I mean, it was like that that long. All I'm saying is time and priorities, I believe, mesh together. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah, another area priorities too would just be the choices that we make. I guess this is just a burden on my heart because I see some of the next generation, they're treating uh, especially things in the sexual area so casually mm -hmm. where God has said, you know, this is where the line is. Mm -hmm. And a lot of casual mm -hmm. attitude about living together mm -hmm. Um, now it's a big thing with all the, the gay relationships, yes. especially with girls mm -hmm. in youth groups mm -hmm. even and mm -hmm. Christian groups and mm -hmm. just, it, it breaks my heart yes. and see, they want to feel loved mm -hmm. instead of prioritizing what God has said, yes. what's going to really fulfill them. You know, I get that wanting to be loved and feel loved, but I'm just so taken back that the people would say, I just want to be loved and I'll just do whatever I have to, yeah. to have it. Cause that it's doesn't not make real sense. love. It just doesn't make sense. No, God's ways are the ways of love. Yes. His, okay. Next thing. Uh, I'm sorry. We could go no, off on I this know. one forever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure we shall at some point. Our goals which is kind of like priorities, but a little bit different. Like what drives me? What are my goals? Is my my goal to have a certain amount of financial security? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's fine. This is, these are good because they're good. 
Yeah. But they all go back to the first thing you said mm-hmm. is our time in him. God doesn't care that we have good things. He did. That's not, he never said you couldn't, we couldn't. Right. He just said not to love money more than him. Yeah. Which one are you going to love more? Right. And I think that's exactly right. So there's the jealous. That is the godly jealousy. You can have these things, but don't let them have you. Oh, that sums it right up. That's perfect. You know, you can have this. Just don't let them have you. If it has you, it's become a God. Yes. And that's what makes... Yes. The real God jealous. Correct. That's what he told the Israelites in the verse I read last week about. It's going to be a snare to you. Yes. If you let these things become gods. Yes. Okay. Our hobbies, when they take a priority over God. I mean, there are people who are totally obsessed with their hobbies. Yes. Uh, My biggest hobby is golf, and I have yet to golf (laughs) on Sunday mornings. I know. No, I get it. I I hear you. I I get get it, it too. And I was really (laughs) driven by tennis for so many years of my life. Now, as a believer, not so much, because then I got married and had other things. But I could definitely get back into that compulsion if my body would let me. Maybe that's why God made sure that my body wouldn't let me. (laughs) I mean, really... Yeah. He's jealous. Yeah. And if you make anything in your life a compulsion apart from him, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that he hasn't given you to do, yeah. then he's going to say, oh, okay. Yeah. And again, this, there. yeah. And again, this isn't legalistic. All it is, uh-huh. is a relationship with our heavenly father. I've got a friend that I just met calling him Abba all the time. It just brought such like respect. I mean, just when she used that word, it just gave it a whole. That's how she normally refers yeah. to God. Yes. And just gives him a whole different Which is meaning. the Jewish word for yes. daddy. Correct. That's and she'll say, but I, I talked to Abba yesterday and I was oh, like. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. Because that's yes. the reality of it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I don't think that any of this stuff, he's not a killjoy. No, it's he wants us the- to enjoy things, to use the natural talents he's given us. Yeah. If you're into art or music or music, whatever. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. It's like you said, but if it consumes our life to yeah. the exclusion mm-hmm. of our relationship with God, then it has become an idol. Correct. Anything can anything. become an idol. Oh, no, anything. Correct. So, so I think the main thing, obviously, is we're going back to what we started with and which has how we'd like to end this as well, is the fact that God is a jealous God. Yeah. And his name is Jealous. That's what he said. I mean, that's what he said. So if he's saying that, in Isaiah 42, it says, I am the Lord, that is my name, my glory I give to no other, Mm. nor my praise to carved idols. Yeah. So all he's saying is, look, I'm the carved ones. Yeah. You know, they can easily be carved Carved on our hearts. Yeah. The last one I wanted to mention was our relationships can become uh, an idol or a false god. If they're a substitute, for that relationship with God. If we're looking to get something from our spouse or our kids or our friends mm-hmm. that God wants to be to us, yes. then he's going to be jealous mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he knows that they can be dry wells. We're looking for water where there sometimes isn't any. And right. obviously he is delighted when we have healthy relationships and, oh, yes. Uh, the second greatest commandment is to love others. Yes. So, as you love yeah, yourself. he doesn't want yes. us to live as recluses and hermits. Yes. But it's all about are we substituting people for mm-hmm. what God wants to be to us? Jesus freaked people out <laughs> when he said, He who loves father, brother, sister, mother more than me is not worthy of me. That blew their minds. It blows my mind, it blows too. blows my <laughs> mind. But it's all in comparison. Yes. He's not saying to 
hate any of those people. Right. It goes back to that jealousy of a God. Do you want me to close with this verse from Hosea? Please. It's so so sweet. It's very good. Again, that whole book of Hosea, go back and read it because it's a picture of God's heart for us. And in this case, he's presenting it as a marriage picture. Mm -hmm. He calls the church his bride. So, So Hosea, chapter two, verses 19 and 20. God is saying, I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice, in loving kindness and in compassion. And I will betroth you to me in faithfulness. Then you will know the Lord. So Mm -hmm. when we understand Mm -hmm. that kind of heart that our God has, Mm -hmm. then we don't want to provoke him to jealousy. I'm so grateful that he's jealous. Yeah, it I makes just you feel, feel loved. Yeah, I feel loved. You know, I've started this whole thing with that weird make-believe thing of, you know, if a guy came up to yeah. me and Joe, and oh, yeah, yeah, no, he was right. telling Joe, I'm going to take your wife away. No, and Joe was yeah. like, yeah, okay. I'm kind of tired her. of her anyway. No, I feel very, I, again, <laughs> studying it and thinking about it makes you really feel that he's that passionate mm-hmm. for us. So it's another, I don't know, something to put on our understanding Mm-hmm. of how much we're loved. He loves us fiercely. Yes. He's not passive uh, or Mm-mm. apathetic about his feelings for no. us. And so we should not be apathetic and passive about our feelings towards him. That's right. All right. That's really good. Do you want to close in prayer? Sure thing. Well, Father, we just come before you, Abba, and we just thank you. Lord, I do thank you for how you are jealous for us. Mm-hmm. It is a godly jealousy. And I thank you, Lord, that in that you bring us back to the, yourself so quickly. We thank you, Father, that we would be very aware in our days ahead of this godly jealousy for us that would actually keep us from stepping out in our own way, doing what we want to do, but wanting to be what pleases you. Father, I pray that anybody out there that is dealing with a human jealousy, may they understand that it is flesh against what is spirit. And so, Father, I pray that they would be able to come to you today and bring that jealousy, whatever it may be, because it causes great havoc. Just pray, Father, that that was something they can bring to the altar and bring it before your throne room of grace, and they would be released of that kind of human jealousy, which is not in you at all. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you, Father, that we are loved and fearfully and wonderfully made in you because you saw all of us before any of us were even thought of. And so we are grateful for your love and your compassion and your passionate, jealous love towards us. And we rest in that today. And we give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. If this podcast encouraged you, it might encourage someone else too. So please share it and share some hope.